0: Hey, gang, and here we are, back at Dragon Manor for a kitchen countdown. Why don't we do it, and let's have fun doing it, and let's not worry about this announcement, that announcement. I mean, we're still doing this. We're not uh, shutting this down. We're still, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. We're doing it. Here we go. Kitchen countdown. And I want to say that um, I thanks everybody. I thanks everybody for their concern. And I understand the, trep- the uh, trepidation. I understand the, um, the reactions. Okay, but I'm just, you know. Look, we're doing it right now, right? right okay that's a minute here we go this is the first ever kitchen countdown maybe the only one ever uh, i can't say not but anyway it may let me slow down here we go this is the first kitchen countdown ever where i will be watching a baseball game and it's the new york match dodgers in an elimination game and this is um This is kind of the only time I I get into baseball is if um, it's playoff time and it's the Yankees in an elimination game. But the Yankees weren't in it, so this year I'm going to count it as Mets. But that's it. No lie, no fib, no exaggeration. This is the first baseball game I have seen all year. This is when it matters as much as a football game. This is when I watch it. It matters that they win this game. It's like football. Now it's up to football intensity. But even now I'm only kind of, you know what I mean? It's the, what is it? What inning is it? I don't even know what inning it is. But it's like the fifth inning and I just turned it on. This is more baseball than I usually watch all year. Usually it's got to be bottom of the ninth, last at bat, season on the line. And then I watch the at bat and it seems like it's taking a long time. But well, not to be a total baseball hater, I've been around some people uh, lately that are way into baseball, and okay, I see there's different things to get interested in, but um, yeah, I'm like a person who doesn't like sports when people start talking baseball, like all I just hear is sports, 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 and then like the dumb, like, reliable stick, you know what I mean? That's why they, um that's why the, the Dodgers and the Mets are, you know what I mean? Who's the who's who's got the reliable sticks? I sound like a seam head or whatever they call. Them. So anyway, here we go. This is October charts. This is a kitchen countdown. Here we go, coming in at number five. Best boy. Hanging with some girls, I've never seen before. You used to call me on my cell phone. Hold on, let me activate my anti Drake vapor system. I'm turning a dial here on the wall in Dragon Manor, and whenever Drake seeps in here and might affect the music created here, we turn on these vapors and they attack the Drake cells and they attack them at their root and they turn them into just silence anyway that was Drake uh, he proved my point that I made on who charted with the great Michael O'Brien who we had a great time with me and Kulop cool and um, it was Sam it wasn't starred but you know what I'm saying everybody was still visiting still circulating still doing charts it's good to times but anyway, yeah, Drake was just singing on there. And they go, is this his new song, his old song? Is this something I'd ever heard before? Am I getting a chance to dislike something fresh? And here, some baseball has just occurred. Six, minutes is 3-2 Mets. 3-2 Mets. A guy with hair sticking out of the back. Dodgers, people going crazy. So... Yeah, I mean, this is novice. Like, I don't know the guy's names. I don't really know. Okay, the Mets hit a home run 3-2. To Chavez Ravine, it brings Bedlam to McFadden's in New York. Chavez Ravine brings Bedlam to Shablam's in New York. This is a big city series. L.A. versus New York. The other one was Kansas City versus Toronto. Um... You couldn't get any more la la, and there's Toronto. Boom! Drake is infecting this entire thing, and it and it made my tongue not work for a second. Gang, I've been at work um, writing a show, and um, it's you know this is day four in a row. I got to go back tomorrow, back to the mines. But um, all right, here we go. Coming in at number four. Fetty Wap, or Wap, I still don't know how to say that right. But he's back with another hit. You know what? Just having this little bit of amount of baseball on, they just keep spitting. I mean, bang, bang, how to act, it's time for how to act, let's bow, wow, well, now how to, ah, boom. How do I, I'm, I mean, maybe this is what has desensitized all of America to spitting and why it's just I mean I can see if you're out playing baseball, you're you're basically in a field by yourself, spit. But now you're on national television. How can I put this? Don't spit. Where else could you just spit? I mean aren't there there's other outdoor shows. You know what I mean? A lot of um God, this is gonna be brutal. Trying to think of one. What's a show that has something that takes place outdoors? Even good, uh, good morning. Amer- I mean, you know, good morning America, or like Regis and Michael and Kelly. Regis, Michael, and Kelly. Um, they do stuff outside that's usually on pavement. So, Howard, think of a show that takes place in the rural South. All right. American pickers you don't see them just you know hey this looks like a good old um, you know like the horse that's in front of a supermarket the kids ride on it but it's from 1942 and um you know it's a great piece it's in pretty fair condition we could spruce this thing up I love it I love it too and um, you know what? Let's offer him 800, see what he says. My ceiling is... I'd go as high as 950. You know what I mean? But if you were out just looking for junk in the rural south or wherever, yeah, you're in a, out in the field... It's you and an old farmer, junk collector guy. Hock one off. Spit on the green, green grass of America's pasture lands. But can we not do it when they're zoomed in on you and I'm eating a a, a soup? I had a good soup. All right. So um, that's what I want to talk about besides that. Um, oh, here's a great one. So, me and Stard had gone to see Van Halen at the Hollywood Bowl. Fantastic show. David Lee Roth, hilarious. Eddie, sick. Alex, sick. Wolfie. Competent. I mean, he's great, but he's just, you know, you wish you had the YOLO. My club, uh, it's my new nightclub. It's actually called OLO. Original lineup only, and you can only play there if it's original lineup. Um... I forgot the rest of that joke. I was calling back an old joke. I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, that's what it is. If you don't have your original lineup, you're missing the, one of the guys. I step in. So the only way you can play there without the original lineup is if it's me. Even if it's like, um, you know, like drums or lead guitar, which I would be very like limited at. I just don't have any practice. Although I am filled with rhythm and melody. If you uh, were to check the Bandcamp reviews. Thank you guys so much. Pick up an album on Bandcamp. So anyway, we, went, we had gone to the Van Halen show. And so then I spoke to my mom the, the, the few days after. And I said, Mom, I, w- I went to the Hollywood Bowl. She goes, Oh, who'd you see? I said, Van Halen. She goes, Oh, were they still playing with Wolfie? don't no, she goes, were they still playing with Eddie's son? And I go, nice one, Mom. I go, you know that? And she goes, yeah, I know Wolfie. And we already told the story on Who charted. Jesus, did I blow it. All right, here we are. Coming in at number three. Number three. Hey, I got a Hello? Hey, I, got a Glock in my I do love that. That was Fetty Wap again. The song's called 679 or whatever, but that's just to clean it up and make it a little more kid-friendly for the airwaves. It really should be called, I got a Glock in my Rory. I got a Glock in my Rory. I have a uh, gun in my Ferrari. Love it. Wonder how he wrote that. Um, well, he cast a chit from his, uh, hit and he bought a Ferrari and he already had the Glock and then he was driving and, uh, he felt good about himself. He's in an expensive car, his status is high, uh, things he's worked for, dreamed about for a, a long time have finally come to fruition and then he sees oh some dude in another car is mean mugging some dude standing on the corners mean mugging you know because when a ferrari drives by with that loud engine that insanely high revving engine like even hummingbirds are like, Jesus Christ. Relax. Holy shit. Hummingbirds are right up here on my kumquat tree. Of Dragon Manor. And a Rari. And they're like, dude. You should see it. Their eyes bug out. And they just stop for a second. And they hover. And then they like shake their head like, whatever. And then they go back to harvesting kumquat juice for the glucose that they need to continue being hummingbirds. To continually have to flap downward in order to gain lift. And I think upward don't do shit. I think it's all the downward. But, um... Science is not my game, and it has no place in movies. Thank you whoever retweeted that and also thank you before I get thank you Josh turcott so much for the movie stuff that um, is fantastic and will be even more fantastic when I take it back out on a road trip so thank you so 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 much it 's Josh turcott and Support Mophie, go to Mophie.com, M-O-P-H-I-E, to get many great products to extend the battery life and protect and do many other things for your cellular phone. Um, Did I talk about something on that one? Well, speaking of, oh Jesus, speaking of cell phones, I was at the bank. And I, if I'm waiting online and finally get up to the teller, I'm doing a deposit. Um, but it did require waiting. and then it required math to fill out the form. So you're just sensitive, as, as sensitive as I am to noise, and I was wearing earplugs. I'm a little bit tense in that situation because I'm going to have to do arithmetic calculating in my head. And you just want it to go smoothly. And you want to get it done quickly so you don't lose your place in line and have to tell a bunch of people to go ahead of you. Then one of them turns out to be a mess at the window with just a million questions and just explanations and can you wait. Anyway, I get through all that fine. I'm at the window. I'm waiting for the deposit to go through. And I start to hear, like, a security guard's walkie-talkie, like, So, that's what's going on in my mind. Like, oh, the security guard just stepped in, and he hasn't turned down his walkie-talkie yet. Or he's going to pick it up and respond and go, Yep, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm right over here. I'll be around right over there in a second. I'm right over by the, and I'll, I'm, I'm headed over to the, I'll be right over there. Uh yeah, got it. And then he puts it back and he turns it down out of courtesy. He's in a bank, a fairly conservative room, if you were to compare it to the other rooms that you are in uh, during your life. Um, you know what I mean? Your den, your bedroom, you've probably acted in ways in those rooms. That you have not acted in, in the room that serves to be the bank. So, you might think, hey, I'm in a bank. Let me lace up the behavior. Let me straighten up the behavior a little bit. So anyway, I thought it was a security guard. I turn around, and it is... What could most easily be described in this day and age as a millennial. And I know that I consider myself a millennial, a trans-millennial. But millennials do take a lot of bashing for being, you know, self-centered, always on the phone, social media, completely self-absorbed and stuff like that. This was that guy. So as you may have been able to put together, or not because I'm sort of rambling, He walks into the, it's a he, and he's got flip-flops and a bathing suit on, which you know I'm a big proponent of summer, but it is October at this point. So to me, it's not just a strong commitment to summer, what he's doing. He's more of just like slob town, (laughs) or he's more of just like it's hot. I don't know. All right, I'm not going to fault them for the flip-flops and the bathing suit, but it just added to what he was doing. I mean, it added to the idea that he just uh, doesn't give a shit. And when I wear it during summer, I'm making a statement. Yeah, it's tough to get out of this one. I don't know. I might have just contradicted myself, but it's October. It's not summer anymore. Put on some pants. How about that? How about I just say that? Yeah, I'm not walking around in a bathing suit now. If it's crazy hot on, I put on shorts. But I am not attempting to celebrate this as summer. You know, just because of solidarity with um, the rest of the country. The rest of the uh, hemisphere. Where it's not summer anymore. Even if it's hot. That doesn't mean I wouldn't go swimming in California. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. The kid comes into the bank, flip-flops, bathing suit, T-shirt. He's got his phone on speaker, and he's in the middle of a conversation. And I looked over, and I don't think I looked away. I was just locked in like a pit bull, just, like, giving him every facial cue I could to be like, dude, not in this room okay? You're not in your dorm room. You're not in the quad. You're not, um, you're not in the, uh, uh, Jeremy's basement. Even though you can't get cell phone reception in Jeremy's basement. I mean, I've been there. It's rough, bro. All right, here we go. Comment. All right, so don't do speakerphone in the bank. That went on a little long, gang. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. There's baseball going on in here. There's Drake. There's a lot of fumes that are not usually in here. Here we go. Coming in at number two. Number two. I don't know who that is. I think it's J. Cole or... Um Kendrick, don't tweet me. I don't care. I'll figure it out. I'd go to Shazam right now, but I'm doing this on my phone. Hey, Timmy. I mean, hey, gang. <laughs> but I'll say, hey, Tim Gavel. Are you still listening to the show? He played the first half of summer album for Obama at a diner in Maryland or Baltimore. Look for that. Or Virginia. It was Virginia. Look for that old story back in the day. Yeah, um, well that was, all right, so on number two, let me talk about this. I went to a coffee shop and everybody in the coffee shop that worked there was complaining and the place was quiet otherwise. No customers making any noise. Everybody sitting there working, nobody making noise. But the people behind the counter... Um, it's a girl, and, you know, she's, like, you know, a coffee shop, you know, like, independent coffee cram hall girl, and she's hip, whatever, I'm not gonna say if she had tattoos or piercings or the weird ear things or studs in her face, but she had two of those. She had two of those. And she said... To the other two, you know, I'm totally all about having fun, but you gotta do your work too. It's like the kind of place that has like a slight echo. It's just too big to be a coffee cram hole. I mean, you know, high, height wise, it's got like extra height up top because it used to be like a kitchen fixture store or something. Whatever the reason, gang, it had an echo. So she says, I do Oh, having fun? i love to have fun. But you gotta do your work, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, she doesn't... I know. I know, I I know. But... These are, like, drunken impressions of, like... When you're drunk, too, and then another drunk's doing impressions and, like... They just don't have to be good at all because you are both wasted. Anyway, they, she kept the yap going. It's like have a little, uh, just everybody gauge your environment and calibrate your volume. Calibrate your, should I spit or not? Get it done, gang. Alright, I want to end this thing on time, so we're going to cut right now to number one. Number one on our kitchen countdown coming in at number one. Hit us up and win. Tickets, Tickets to the sold out weekend show and $100. Hello? This is a weekend. Oh, Jesus. I hate when it's a concert commercial like that because it's always exciting, it always sounds fun. And I remember them from when I was a youngster, and um, they're always fun, and they always make it sound like this is the most exciting concert of all time. And because you haven't been along that al- alive that long, and because when you look at stuff that's modern, it looks better a lot of times than stuff that's older. Even if something is old, is cool. Like, you know, Michael Jackson's stage for his crap album, Thriller, which I've ripped apart and no one has been able to uh, say it wasn't valid. But that's a few episodes back or check it out. It's uh, Who charted with Hayes Davenport. But um, that's another reason that people like when you're a kid, you think, oh, this is the greatest thing of all time. It looks better than the old shit that I've seen. And I haven't, don't have that much to compare it to. And I don't, uh, you know, deconstruct propaganda on the radio that much. But um, I hate when one of those comes on, which is fun and exciting, and then it gets ruined by like, oh, it's the weekend. And they just they throw two of his Michael jackson ass cooks at you right in a row. How did I tie it all together, Michael Jackson? Anyway, gang, I had a good time touching base with you. That's all this was, and we can always do this in some form. And um, we are doing it. You know what I mean? Maybe you thought this one wasn't coming. But it is, gang. I'm not shutting in. I'm not contracting. We will continue to expand our relationship. Maybe wind up spending more time together. In fact, I wouldn't doubt it. I would say it's an eventuality. It is, what's the word? What's the word? It used to be so, such a part of my vocabulary, and now it isn't. And now I have it. I do, and I'm coming in at three, two, one. Inevitable. It's inevitable. All right, guys, thank you so much. Signing off from Dragon Manor. I'll tell you what's going on in this baseball game. It's three, two, Mets, just like it was when we started. Or right from the beginning. Because that's how baseball is. It's like some of the charts. It doesn't move much. And we'll see you next time. Right here on Hey Gang Youth Charted.